0: All right, welcome to the North Metro Telecommunication Commission meeting on September 20th here at uh, Spring Lake Park. Um, Heidi, let's do the uh, call, roll call. Okay. Here. Love? Present. Percy? Here. Wilkins? Here. Wingy? Here. Stays? Here. all right and just a reminder the lights have to be on in order for the microphone to be heard so but uh, we have the uh roll call uh completed let's do the uh, public comments i don't see anybody here moving on uh any uh, changes to the agenda everybody's had a chance to read the consent agenda let's wait for uh barbara welcome barbara uh, any questions about the uh, consent agenda? Hearing no response, uh, we'll take a motion to approve the uh, consent agenda. So moved. Having a motion and a second. Second. Uh, any further questions? Otherwise, uh, all in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Any opposed? Motion passes. Thank you. Uh, Moving on, uh, agenda item number five, the executive director report. Heidi, can't wait.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, North Metro TV and the Neighborhood Sports Network have entered into an agreement uh, regarding the streaming of high school sports. Um, NSPN holds the contract with the Minnesota State High School League. Um, for streaming all of their high school sporting events, and they typically stream games utilizing a single camera and an announcer, and then they charge viewers a fee for viewing the games. Um, Fees are paid on a monthly or annual subscription basis, um, and NSPN also provides downloads of their games for a fee. Um, And they've been interested in streaming. Streaming channels, although we are considering whether it makes sense for us to stream games anywhere but NSPN right now. Um, So, the only change really for us possibly would be that we would stop live streaming our games on YouTube. Um, This is an income source that we've been considering for a very long time, Um, it fits perfectly into our goal of earning money um, without changing our mission. Um, and we've entered into this agreement on a trial basis. It goes from August 31st to November 30th, so basically the fall sports season. And then at that time, we'll kind of assess how it's working out, um, whether we think that, you know, the money that we make is worth it, and we'll either continue or discontinue at that point. I know that other um, community television cities stations are also considering it. We were the very first ones to sign up, but I know, like, Quad Cities and Grand Rapids and CCX are also thinking it. <clears throat> um, we're moving forward with providing broadband internet usage classes for senior citizens. Instructor Eric Houston organized two introductory workshops for uh, to first get a feel for interest in the service and boy it turns out people are very interested in it. Um, during the introductory session Eric polled the people who attended to ascertain topics for additional workshops and from that feedback he created a series of classes that include <clears throat> internet basics, how to search the internet, how to send an email, and looking out for scams. So he's taking that series on the road. Uh, he has scheduled workshops at the Marianne Young Center throughout the fall. In fact, he's had the first one already. And those classes filled so quickly that Eric had to increase the attendance limit. So people really are interested in this type of classes. Um, he's also in discussions with the Rookery and the Ham Lake Senior Center to set up a series. And additional venues could include like city park and rec programs as well. I know we've provided classes through Spring Lake Park, park and Rec before. <clears throat> We've started providing city meeting audio as a podcast. Uh, Eric houston has been in contact with each city to determine first whether or not they're interested, which meetings they might like provided as a podcast, and how long to make them available on the players. Um, we have an account with Podbean, which serves as a host for all of the city podcast channels. And then from that host, we can distribute the podcast to players such as Amazon, Spotify, iHeart, and Apple. It's just one more distribution method that we can provide to cities at no additional cost. News Director Danica Peterson is putting the final touches on this year's election coverage, which we do have election coverage. Bios and pics of candidates have been posted to the website, and one-on-one studio interviews highlighting candidates' platforms are wrapping up. Uh, The videos will be posted individually on YouTube and uh, the NMTV website, and the um, videos will then be combined into one program per race for the cable channels. And, new this year, the interviews will be provided as a podcast. (laughs) And finally, Special Events Coordinator T.J. Tronson and North Metro TV were unanimously chosen to receive the League of Women Voters Friend of the League Award. Uh, The award is presented to an individual or organization that has had a significant impact on the community through civic engagement and support. Um, the league specifically noted that NFTV's outstanding service to the electorate of Anoka County with video recording and playback of candidate forums. We particularly appreciated your services last fall when you made your studio available to us when other plans were disrupted. TJ attended the award ceremony uh, last week and received a very thoughtful painting of a screenshot from one of his drone flights. They took a mm-hmm. screenshot of one of his drone flights and did a watercolor of it. It was really cool. Um... He is working with the league again this year to record three of their forms. In fact, that's where he is tonight, doing a uh, League of Women Voters form. So we're very proud of TJ. And that's my report. I'd be happy to answer any questions.
0: Any questions for Heidi? And just a reminder that our, it seems like all our microphones are on, if you want to turn them off. And Heidi, if you want to get the one next to you, it seems to be providing.
1: I know that there have been some cool. audio microphone problems here. It's okay. been like Park City Hall for a while.
0: Okay. And same for you uh, down there. Plus
1: video. Wanna turn <laughs> off
0: your extra microphones. Chris, you have a question?
2: Yeah, thank you, Heidi. Um, so with the NSPN TV streaming agreement, mm-hmm. um, we would not be live streaming on YouTube, Correct. the sports games. and Correct. then So do people have to sign up for NSPN? That's yeah, it's, like a,
1: a, it's a subscription service. Okay. So if they want to watch the games through their app, they have to <coughs> sign either a monthly... Or an annual subscription. It's not very expensive. Okay. It's like 10, 15 bucks.
2: Okay. And then would we still stream the games on our website then? Like online we, or?
1: We are currently streaming them on our website streaming channels and also on Roku and Apple TV, but we're thinking about whether or not just for this season we might want to stop that just to see what a difference that would make. Okay. We're looking at the numbers and. Um, we probably, so far, for the football games, um, have had um, between five and 6,000 people watching our streaming services, so that could be a fairly significant amount of money that we could possibly make um, if people had to sign on to the NSPN app instead of watching our free streaming services. I mean, sure. we'd still um, have it live on our cable channels, you know, and those people are paying for it already, but the people who are watching our streaming stuff, you know, they're not paying anything for it. Sure. So... You know, with these times where we're trying to find um, additional sources of income, this is one that would be pretty simple. We don't have to do anything extra, and we could possibly be compensated somewhat for the work that we do for covering high school sports.
2: Awesome. Thank you.
3: Yeah, yeah I think that's an important point to make, that folks that are subscribed to cable, they will still be able to watch those, those yes. that programming for free Absolutely. via their cable channels. Absolutely. Okay, so we're not taking anything away from them.
4: And those subscribers should be able to also stream it through the Xfinity app, mm-hmm. I would guess, too. Yeah. So yep. there's multiple ways for cable subscribers to receive that programming. So question along the
5: same lines. I guess we're all thinking the same thing is, mm-hmm. well, what is this all about? How will we advertise or what will we put on our website when people want to come and try to find these programming? Uh,
1: we have a we put a link on our website um, that people would click and we also have um, explanations for all of our shoots and we have uh, information on our social media outlets um, and then also on YouTube where people go there to look for stuff there's something there that explains where they would need to go to watch the games and why we have them there thank you So then content.
0: content such as this would be on North Metro are these meetings on the podcast yet or
1: Actually, the Cable Commission meeting was the first one we did a podcast. Of wow. That's <laughs> riveting. Experimenting.
0: <laughs> I bet there were a lot of... Uh, do we have a way Congress to measure? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to, a to hear yourself. Pressure. So, no, oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> Any other questions from members? Otherwise, uh, moving on to number five, the exec. Uh, no, number six, the legal counsel report. Mike.
4: Okay. Uh, good evening, everybody. Um, My uh, report is in the packet and um, just a couple of things to highlight. One is we've been talking about uh, the missing FCC commissioner for the entirety of the Biden administration and that Mm -hmm. has been filled now. So now there's a full slate of five FCC commissioners. Um, So we'll probably start seeing a little bit more activity out of the FCC at this point with all five being uh, seated um secondly we um submitted on behalf of uh, the commission and your member cities uh comments to the fcc on cable pricing there was a um, notice for proposed rulemaking um, about um, a proposed rule to make um, cable providers and satellite providers provide an all-in price to um, potential subscribers and subscribers and um, we submitted comments in support of that, um, in support of their legal authority and in support of the concept of having clear and understandable uh, bills. Um, so that was submitted just very recently. Uh, and then lastly, uh, the Office of Broadband Development in Minnesota has uh, issued a, their initial draft Broadband Opportunity Report, and um, or plan. excuse, excuse me, um, Uh, digital opportunity plan is what it's called from the Office of Broadband Development and um, there's an opportunity to submit comments and so we're going to be doing that on behalf of the Commission and our other clients as well Um, um, to encourage the Office of Broadband Development to um, to consider using their municipal partners um, for uh, making sure that um, All citizens have equal access to broadband. And one of the best ways in our view of doing that is to allow uh, or to encourage the state legislature to allow uh, franchising of broadband companies. And I've mentioned this before to you, but the benefit of cable franchising is that you've required the cable operator to build out their entire system to basically 100% of your community. And so this, the services that citizens get for, for cable, and including their internet products, is the same essentially across the entire footprint. That's not true with phone companies and phone companies are not regulated at the local level. And, um, and we think if, if, uh, if, a, if the federal government and state government is really interested in making sure that everybody has access to broadband at the same quality of service as everybody else, local franchising is uh, something that they should be considering and recommending. So um, we'll be putting comments in uh, at the end of the month, or by the end of the month. Um, and that's my report. All
0: right. Uh, quick question. What Have they defined the, the term broadband better, or what is, is there some minimum uh, specs for broadband, or have they clarified that at all?
4: Uh, well, the short answer is, not really. Um, broadband is um, defined in state statute, uh, but not in terms of right-of-way regulation or franchising. It's a, it's, it is defined in terms of creating the Office of Broadband Development.
0: Okay. And would Starlink be considered broadband?
4: uh is star I'm, I'm not familiar with starlink but is that the, the satellite yeah, yeah, company the satellite yeah um uh, possibly depending on what kind of speeds they deliver for internet service
0: okay
4: broadband is essentially defined as um this is very shorthand as high speed internet at the kind of the minimal um uh, uh, speeds that the FCC sets
0: mm-hmm. so. All right. Any questions other questions Okay, thank you Any members have any uh, new business? Yeah
2: Thank you Dale. I uh, did want to let my fellow commissioners know um, I've had a conversation with Heidi and uh, our attorney, but I um, One of the things that has come up at the city of Blaine as we've been talking about our wonderful uh, executive director stepping down in December, and (laughs) we're going to miss her, um, is just kind of, you know, what are the next steps forward with the executive director search and everything going on. And one of the things that came up was um, an idea to look at different uh, cable franchises and potentially merging with them. And so that's something that um, our council has discussed briefly, but we are going to be workshopping it. Um, So I just, for transparency's sake, wanted to let all of you as commissioners know, I I spoke with uh, um, the chair about it, but um, yeah, really preliminary conversations. And I guess the thought kind of is, um, you know, as Heidi's retiring, and with kind of the overall economics of cable franchises and obviously we're we're hoping that you know we can potentially get more more dollars in the future from broadband or streaming or other sources but um just looking at the economics of it it might make sense to merge with some bigger franchises and oh, to merge with some bigger franchises and um potentially also Maybe save on the executive director position. If Heidi's stepping down, it might be uh, a cool time to kind of look at some of these other options. So, uh, just for transparency, I wanted to get that out there because I know uh, I know word spread f- spreads fast. This must be annoying during council <laughs> meetings. Especially <Yeah, that's>, <laughs> the, the, <laughs>
1: the blank screen. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, so that was one thing that I just kind of wanted to get out there for transparency for everybody. Um, And then the other thing that uh, I noticed, I had a question on, was uh, we're going through some of the Blaine budgeting things, and it looks like we're making a change. um, Instead of allocating um, franchise dollars to the cities, we're now allocating PEG fee dollars to the cities. Mm -hmm. And then that kind of restricts what we can use those funds for. Um, so I was wondering, was that, I, I, I don't remember discussing that, or if it was, I might have missed it, but um, I was just curious if you could comment on sure. kind of the logic behind that, because uh, to me, it makes more sense for us as a city to be able to get a portion of the franchise dollar so then we can spend it kind of as we would like versus the peg fees, I think are pretty restricted in terms of what we can use them for, Correct.
1: Um, currently, we can use franchise fees or PEG fees for anything okay. with our current franchise because we have a settlement agreement with Comcast. But um, when we get a new franchise, the PEG fee expenditures will likely be restricted to capital expenditures. Um, but that applies to both you and to North Metro TV. So we started doing this last year, which is why you don't remember you know, hearing about it. It was a decision that was made um, last year for the 2023 budget. Um, that we would do that with the understanding that currently we can still use it for anything but down the road because we didn't really know when a new franchise would be made that it was possible that they would be restricted so right now they're not restricted but they might be but the North Metro TV operation needed the franchise fees for their operating budget which is why the change was made
5: Gotcha. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, whereas I appreciate Blaine bringing that forward and the transparency of it I think that's great and I I also agree that maybe it's a good idea and something that should be talked about, but I'm not so clear on how Blaine is talking about it versus the operations committee, executive committee, or even the cable commission talking about it. That seems to be more of a broad decision versus a one-city decision. So I'm not quite sure the path of that, but I, I think it's worth talking about. I just don't know if, I mean, now we're in what month is it? September, almost (laughs) October. And if Heidi's leaving at the end of the year, we're kind of handcuffed a little bit, um, for timing purposes, but, um, definitely worth the conversation, but I I don't know if it's a one city conversation. So just, I just wanted to throw that out there.
2: Yeah, I totally appreciate that. And I, to be honest, we're just kind of having the conversations, just starting them. So I, I would encourage you to talk with your city about it i mean for me um you know i want to represent my entire council here you know i don't want to (laughs) just be uh having conversations here and then having my council be like well what the heck did you guys at the cable commission decide to do you know so i want to try to keep them in the loop and um you know really represent my council's vote as as their representative so um yeah really preliminary honestly i had one conversation with heidi about it one conversation with the attorney and um we're just starting to workshop it as a council so um yeah i guess i would be open to dialogue with any of you my fellow commissioners or um you know also encourage you to talk with your cities and your councils about it as well so
1: i have a question If we merge with somebody else, wouldn't our city, our group of cities, have less airtime? How does that work? Yeah, I I think that it would depend on who you merge with. I think there are a lot of unanswered questions, and I really don't want to hypothesize about it. I mean, I think these are all things that are going to be discussed at the Blaine workshop, which, correct me, Chris, if if I'm wrong, is it November 6th that they're having the workshop to discuss it?
2: Um, I was told October, November, so you might, if you've talked to Michelle, you might be more in the know than I am. I I
1: think that it's going to be scheduled for your November 6th meeting to discuss it. And, you know, so many things have to be discussed from financial states of both organizations or whatever organization you're considering the services that would be provided, the geographical locations and how those would be overcome. How would you merge two different joint powers agreements? Do we even use the same technology? Do you have to buy all, there are so many things that have to be discussed and considered that it's not going to be a fast process. So even deciding whether, and and the economics, you know, does merging solve a problem? Maybe a little while, but it doesn't solve the problem because they have the same funding we do. You know, they're bigger, but they also have a bigger budget. So they're, you know, losing the same amount of money we are. We're, actually, we're not because we have development in our area, whereas I don't know how much development they have in the CCX area. So we actually <coughs> haven't been losing money, and we've been developing, you know, ways to make money to make up for the peg fees that we've been losing. So I think you have to look at all of those different things, and it's going to take a long time the, to figure out if that would even work. And it's my understanding that at this point CCX isn't even talking about it they're kind of waiting to see. And so I don't even know if it's something that they'd want to do, you know? So there's just so many variables that I don't want to start talking about the little, what would this do to this and what would this do to that? I think that there'll be some clarity after the workshop meeting that we have um, with your city council where we've had some time to put together a report. And it's my understanding that Mike and I will probably be there to answer questions and talk um, to folks. So I think at that point, you know, if Blaine is very, very interested in the possibility, maybe then the other cities might want to see if your cities might want to talk about that because then you come to the point where, well, what if the other cities don't want to do that? You know, what happens then? I mean, it's just it's just so complicated that, you know, it's, I, I, it's something that's going to take a while to figure out, um, which... Um, leads me to the executive director search that's kind of been put on hold a little bit because of the, you know, nobody really knows what's happening. So at our last operations committee meeting, I think the decision was made to um, bring someone in on a temporary basis, sort of a interim executive director. And it, it could possibly be somebody from the outside, but it might possibly be somebody from the inside. And I'm hoping that that would be the case.
3: Mr. Chair, I have a question. So it sounds like you already have an organization in mind, CCX. Who is CCX?
2: Yeah, so CCX, I mean, Heidi probably can speak to it better, but uh, CCX is the cable commission uh, in the West Metro. They're one of the biggest. And so um, I guess kind of, again, looking at the economics of it, um, you know, joining two pretty good size cable commissions, CCX is quite a bit bigger than we are, but, uh, being able to join our franchise fees and, and peg fees with CCX, um, you know, could really kind of create a, you know, pretty significant franchise and, and a media group. Um, but like Heidi said, it's all really, really preliminary. So I, I totally agreed with, uh, what Heidi's was uh, commenting there, except for, I would encourage all of us to be talking with our cities even now, just because I think it is gonna take a long time. There is gonna be a lot of conversations and it's very like just an option, right? So um, I guess I would encourage everybody to just be kind of thinking about it, having conversations. I think the more that we can all be in communication about it, which is why I'm bringing it up without any like, you know, hey, here's the plan. Mm -hmm. You know, there is no plan. Uh, It's just a very hypothetical option slash conversation so hopefully we can all uh just be having conversations about it but uh yeah ccx um is uh is who i had in mind heidi when i talked to her was throwing out well maybe it makes more sense to look at uh the quad cities because they're kind of in the north metro here so i don't think there's um you know again any Official proposal at this point, Um, but it's more of just kind of an idea and something that I think Would be mutually beneficial to a lot of cities if we looked into it. So uh, It's it's more just an idea at this point
3: Okay, yeah, I appreciate that because I I know that as an organization we're financially sound right now. We're in a good position um, And have been for a long uh, long number of years Thanks to the good staff and leadership that we have and the guidance of this this Commission and everything so I was just trying to get a little bit more understanding where the where the discussion was coming from how it originated and what's the problem that we're trying to solve really and trying to trying to get at that and why we're having that discussion so I, I very much look forward to seeing what your workshop
0: comes out with and uh, yeah. figure out what the pros and cons look like yeah. all right thank you Chris for your uh, transparency and bringing this to the forward I think the key word here is uh, discovery and that's what we're in the mode, mode of. I apologize, I missed up the order of the old business and new business. Uh, was there anything additional you wanted to speak on the old business of director executive? No,
1: nope, Direct just that uh, okay. the operations committee is planning on bringing on uh, interim okay. executive director.
0: Again, I apologize for the misorder. All right. Any other qu- new business? All right. Uh, there's some recommend re- recommended readings in the uh, packet. Um, next meeting is uh, operations meeting on October 3 executive meeting on December 6 and the ca- next Cable Commission will see you is on December 20 already so time goes by quickly so be prepared for the next uh, December 20 again with that I will take a motion to adjourn
1: i make that motion
0: having a motion and a second second all in favor say aye, aye. aye. All right. Motion. meeting is over thank you